0: Hey,
1: Matt, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Good. How's it going? Yeah, good. I'm um, a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to try not to do too much oh, coughing and <laughs> hacking uh, <laughs> during the call. But yeah. Um, Otherwise, yeah, things are good. Um, awesome. And you've, you've got a few minutes? Uh, I do, yeah. Okay, great. Um sorry, I've got. I'm no, yeah, thank you. I think it's. Uh, it doesn't seem to be COVID from testing, um, so I think I've just got whatever flu cold is going around, which oh, shoot. may not be uh, much more pleasant. I don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, right, right. Yeah, um, and you had a a good break.
0: I did have a nice break. Yeah, I I was able to fly home. I skipped Dresden. It was always really hard. I don't like uh, missing the races because they're they're just they're a lot of fun. <laughs> But uh, I got home, saw my folks, had my floor ground, and uh, up in my house, my concrete floor, I had a bunch of stuff, some, some stuff done, and flew on Christmas Day, so that was a uh, uh, surprisingly packed flight.
1: Yeah. Huh. Awesome. Well, um, we've got a, f- a few questions for you, starting with kind of just some general course and conditions questions, um, and then maybe we can get into the the racing, uh, after that. Um, but one of the first questions was, um, just in terms of the layout of the course and you had that kind of long downhill that seemed to be one of the kind of deciding factors, um, in terms of just how athletes were approaching that. And, um, it just seemed like we weren't seeing people really able to gap the field early. Um, and so I'm curious if you can kind of just speak to, Um, how the team's skis were running and and just um, how skiers were approaching the rest of the the course, um, taking that downhill into consideration. Sure. Uh, Definitely one of uh, my favorite courses on the World Cup.
0: Uh, Our team tends to love sprinting at altitude. Um, I think it's just a skill that uh, U.S. skiers are well-practiced at. It's not necessarily having to do with uh, bigger or smaller engines all the time, or better skis, or I think it's just altitudes of skill. And uh, and, and we, we dig it here. And the two lap races are always really fun because you see them twice as much. And um, the Swiss fans are always uh, pretty energetic here. Uh, and that's refreshing since we've been in a fanless pandemic race series for a while now. Um, the, the course is, you know, uh, visually simple um, and it has this one long downhill where uh, with a corner at the bottom it can be the deciding factor in the race Um, not a big deal on the first lap you come through that you try and protect uh, the inside so that would be uh, trying to have people pass you on the right uh, rather than the left if you get passed on the left on that left hand you're going to lose like four places Uh, but if a couple people pass you on the right you're going to get it right back because the corner is so long and drawn out um, if you're coming from behind going into the second lap there's so much real estate in the stadium uh, with about 200 meters of flat before a, a, a wide hill where you can see three of breath and so uh, we've often used the tactic of conserving for some those that uh, prefer more of a paced effort um, and then looking for that space on the right you tend to find it as long as you have uh, gas when you hit the pedal um, so So that's a fun tactic. Um, Other than that, if uh, this is a course which is a little unique, um, normally these long downhills, uh, you can see a ton of drafting and uh, huge movement. But if you can skate a little bit into the downhill, you mitigate any chances of being overtaken. So those that were too tired and led into the descent, uh, they got devoured um, on on any team. And those that um lead into the downhill and are able to skate and i think you saw um jesse and julia do this very well um claymore in the finals um, but you'd see it throughout the day uh, if if someone was losing ground and they had space to put in little skates juve did this um and uh that makes it really fun and so Uh, It's it's an important race to watch from the big screen, watching live time with the athletes, having a bunch of coaches' eyes on it and techs' eyes, um, and just putting together uh, a a simple strategy that the athletes believe in, so really proud of everybody today.
1: Awesome. Um, It also seemed like we were noticing times get a little faster through the rounds, and I'm curious if that had anything to do with course conditions, or is that just kind of the natural progression of working through the heat? Mm -hmm.
0: It's a good question. Um, I I have to say I'm not really sure, but I think it's uh, often the case that uh, lucky losers might come out of the first couple of of quarterfinals or the first semi because you have lower bid numbers there generally. But um, at altitude, uh, it's all over the place. You have heats that are pacing it uh, pretty casually. I think we saw some of the earlier heats um, playing cat and mouse a little bit on the first lap. And if you do that for... Um, just ten seconds, uh, you won't be a lucky loser heat. So, uh, it's been now here um, where we saw lucky losers come out of the fifth quarter today uh, to bump Kevin, who got a lucky second lucky loser spot from the fourth quarter. Um, that happened here. Uh, lucky losers, both lucky losers came out of the fifth quarter uh, in Davos. So, uh, similar course, two laps at altitude.
1: Um. Getting into each of the races, I just super exciting for the women. Um, start to their their race and the men, but um, obviously having two in the final and, and Jesse taking the win um, is a pretty pretty good start to the tour. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, how they're how they're feeling about the their day and just um, yeah the the energy kicking this thing off?
0: Yeah, good energy. Um, we, we're psyched, honestly. Uh, I expected these kind of results today, uh, not just because I believe in these current athletes, but just because I'm in the habit of expecting Lencer or to go well. <laughs> so it just, we have for years figured out how to find the podium here. Um, Simi won a World Cup here, um, Sophie's been on the podium, Sadie's been on the podium, Jesse, you know, Julia almost nailed it today, uh, and I'm sure I'm missing missing some, Keegan maybe. Um, so, so we were, we we're ready to start the tour on a good note. Um, one of the things we talked about in our meeting last night uh, is just the, the stress that is um, quiet and present on every national team right now uh, as people compete for Olympic spots. And uh, that, that, of course, extends beyond just the national team because it is open to anybody. Um, but here on the World Cup where we have... Um, 13 athletes right now, all of whom really want to make that team. Um, I think uh, it's important that we sort of discuss <laughs> the need to really support each other through sure, this very quiet um, and potentially toxic stress. Um, I, we had the chance to talk with a couple coaches from other teams, um, and everybody's feeling it right now. So I think our strategy, um, and the Tour de Ski is a great place to deploy this, is to look out for each other. To really uh, hope your teammates have the best races so that they can make the Olympic team um, have their best tour to ski. Uh, and when you subscribe to this and you start looking out for your teammates, you suddenly find uh, these 12 other athletes that are also looking out for you. And, and that's a tremendous win at your back. So um, I would say we started out the tour uh, nervous and tense, um, but under control. And uh, I think. Uh, Now that we've kind of found our flow a little bit, we've gotten the first stage out of the way. Um, We've had our first team meeting out of the way, move into the first hotel. You have Omicron um, news and panic
1: um,
0: starting to settle a little bit. Um, I think we're okay now. There's just a lot going on right now.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: everybody has to deal
1: with. And, you know, I, I think uh, we'll we'll hear from Jesse and Julia um, on their own separately, and I'm, I'm sure they'll get lots of uh, focus from this, but um, other women in terms of just whether that's Haley's race or, or women who didn't make the rounds um, that you want to speak to in terms of just c- contributing to that.
0: Yeah, um, Haley was being very strong today. You know, she, she uh, squeaked in there um, in 27th, but, you know, uh, you saw bid number 25 for women um, from Germany make the finals today. So 27th is good enough. Um, but unfortunately, I think it was who uh, went down in the quarterfinal, and Haley really had no choice but to sit down, uh, and it was over from there. So she, she smashed her hip a little bit. She's okay, um, and that physically and, and emotionally about it. Um, I think she knows she's in good shape and is really excited to race again at
1: altitude tomorrow. Awesome. Um, should we get into the men's race?
0: Sorry, say that one more time. Uh, should
1: we start, uh, talking about the men's race? That's great, right, yeah. Okay. Um, awesome. So, yeah, obviously really exciting day for, for Kevin, um, and Ben, um, do you want to kind of talk through just how they were approaching things and just heading into, uh, this stage?
0: Uh, probably, probably a little bit, um, apprehensive, tense, uh, nervous, you know, all of the things I sort of described to capture some of the emotions. I think a lot of these athletes on every team are feeling right now. Um, it's not the easiest year, (laughs) Uh, and so, for those guys to uh, qualify in the top ten is, uh, you know, to us, to all of us, uh, friends and fans coaches and coaches uh, of these guys, it's just like Kevin and it's just Kevin and uh, Ben. But when you really think about how fast you have to go, and this applies to Julie and Jesse, to qualify in the top ten in a World Cup with 103 men, uh, it's uh, it's pretty eye opening. Yeah. to truly watch that qualifier and see how these athletes flow through transitions, um, this just you know, fluid pouring through a course, um, there, there's no stiffness that's in any joint that's stopping them as the course goes from flat to steep, um, they just sort of melt into it and never lose that sort of momentum on a day when you qualify top 10, uh, so that was very special to watch.
1: Um, and in terms of kind of their outlook heading through the rest of the tour, um, at this point, you know, we, we, I think we kind of think of Kevin and Ben both as, as being more predominantly sprint focused. Um, and are they, you know, are they looking at kind of the points competition in distance stages coming up or are they thinking, you know, focus on those two sprint races? I don't know if you can speak to kind of just their, their plans for the tour more broadly.
0: Yeah, I, I would say, um, you're probably going to see a variety of plans um, for our team. The main juncture in this tour would be after the second sprint, which is the open source uh, classic sprint. Um, that leaves us a pretty easy exit point before you go to about the CMA. So um, anybody that's going home um, can take a quick train to either Zurich or Munich, um, or we have uh, housing that starts in Thayfeld at a place that we've stayed quite often. Uh, beginning on the 1st of January for those that uh, are going to drop out of the tour. And it's Olympic year, so I think you're going to see more conservative decisions being made.
1: Right. Um, Any other thoughts on today? Um,
0: No, great to have uh, quite a few fans. The Diggins were out there, the Kerns were out there, the Hahnemans. um, Elena's uh, friend Tomas is out there. Um, his actual name was Thomas, but, uh, in your, we call him Tomas. um, who else was out there? We have just a bunch of American flags in the fan, in the crowd. So that was incredible. Um, a lot of energy, the weather is, uh, looking special for tomorrow. Um, it's, uh, it's going to be quite a bit of precipitation. It's going to be warm. So, um, it be snow, it could be rain. It will definitely be interesting. So, uh, be sure to tune in.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time.
0: Yeah, thank you very much, Rachel. Thanks, everybody.
1: All right, have a good one.
0: You too. Feel better.
1: Thanks. Bye.